0: On this week of Stoner
1: Babel. That'd be scarier if you saw a president. Could you imagine if you woke up from a dream and you just saw Barack Obama standing in your room? Like as nice as he is, I don't want him just to I don't want him standing over me while I'm sleeping. Welcome to episode four of Stoner Babel. I'm Burke. He's JJ.
0: Hey Burke, what's up, bro? On this episode, I really want to dive deep into some dreams oh, and what man. dreams are. And I guess my first question to you is why do we dream? I don't know, man. It could be linked to a lot of things, right? It could be linked to
1: substance, it could be linked to depression. Yeah, I don't I don't know why do we dream?
0: There's nothing proven. A couple theories. Well, there's no way
1: to prove it cuz you can't be in someone's brain. Right, right, not yet. Not yet.
0: Until Inception comes around, yeah, and then and then we're doing then that you for. Can alter hey. dreams. whoa! Would you do Inception? Well, I don't know what that is. Did you ever watch the movie Inception? <laughs> yeah, but
1: that doesn't really mean I know what it
0: is. Yeah, 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 it does. You're going into people's dreams. Would you do that if you could, bro? You know who else did that? Freddy Krueger. Yeah, but <laughs> he was in people's dreams. Yeah, but you couldn't. Yeah, but that's not. Why are you trying to murder people in your dreams now? <laughs>
1: I'm not, I'm just saying, like, when I think of so, people in your dreams, I think of Freddy Krueger, dude, and I don't like that.
0: If you're telling me someone were to invent a machine where you can go to someone else's dreams, you think someone will automatically start killing people no, in those dreams? No, but
1: I think that would be, that thing would be horrific. Just a stranger you've never seen before just
0: pops into your dream? Well, I meant it would have to be regulated and something that you'd <laughs> want to participate in. Eventually, it would become a crime, like why? everything does. Why, but why? But why do we need
1: to do this? Is what I want to know. Why do
0: you don't have to do anything? I was asking but you. But why would do you we want need to. to do it? Like something so we can watch them? And I think we it's, like go
1: into the dreams of crazy people and like try to get them better.
0: Ooh. That's a, that's a different way we could go with it. So what if we invented a technology where you could go into someone that has split personalities and see if you can try to fix them from the see inside. See if
1: you can like kick them, kick the personalities you out of kick, there? You,
0: <laughs> kick, you kick, you kick those personalities right the fuck out of there.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all right with that. Okay. Cause at that point, why not? Like if someone's like that mentally off, you know, why, why, if that person's cool with it, like, Hey, yeah. Please try to get rid of my seven other personalities so I can just be one person. There might be people that would want to do that. That's true. So, yeah, sure. I'm cool with that.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, that
1: brought- I'm not doing it, though. I don't want any one of my fucking dreams.
0: Oh, man.
1: Uh-huh. Why not? No, nah, man. No. Nah. My are, dreams are my dreams. Are
0: Are you afraid for them or for you? <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, The so a lot so a lot of people think it's uh, what dreams are is uh, converting your short term day to day memory to longer term memory. Some people think it's you know there are no functions dreams. I personally believe that uh, dreams are part of your prior lives. Whereas for me, energy has been transferred right from universe to universe, body to body, and then and then dreams are just these prior memories sometimes hitting not all the time i think your brain still makes up plenty of stories when you're dreaming but there are times where i've woken up and i go that is just too damn real and i have never lived that before there was one time when i was surrounded on a battlefield and (laughs) i was i was shot in the back of my head and i was laying down on the ground dying (laughs) and i was surrounded by what i would only remember as my brothers you know obviously i've never been in war but that image and and just the emotions that went along with it, I know my brain is very powerful, but damn man.
1: Yeah, man. Like I've had some weird dream experiences, but I don't here lately I I don't
0: dream, man. I just fucking sleep. That's well that's my problem too, is I hardly dream anymore, so I miss it. Yeah. A little bit. And the stuff I do remember is not worth remembering.
1: So I used to dream a lot when I was pretty hard on the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um I used to have pretty vivid dreams. Like, I would have visions where I think I was envisioning the devil, but as a person, but I knew it was an evil. I would see stuff like that. My dreams would be, like, almost like what I did that day. Like, if I was out at a bar drinking with buddies, in my dream, I would be doing that, but then I would see this person.
0: Hmm.
1: And it was just, it looked like an evil
0: an evil like um, person evil and like evil.
1: how they portray the devil in like tv shows like how he's got like the slick back hair and like, just real,
0: real 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 slick
1: looking dude dressed up and yeah yeah like that guy would just be in my dreams
0: hmm have you ever heard have you ever had any recurring dreams like nightmares or anything like that yeah i've had the same nightmare my entire life well what well,
1: what's that about so i I would say in my entire life, I've probably had this nightmare 600 times.
0: 600 times? Yeah.
1: Fuck. And it's usually with my dreams, I can wake myself up. But when I have this one, there's no coming out of it. And in that nightmare, I'm in an army, but I'm a normal sized person with my friends and family. And we're all in this army, but we're fighting an army of giants. Like giant soldiers, but they're like the size of like Godzilla, and they're hmm. just
0: stepping on us. What do you think that means?
1: I don't know, I don't know, man. Like, like I've you're had being that. has been being my nightmare st- for life.
0: You're being afraid of st- being stepped on. I think,
1: but who's gonna step on me?
0: That's what I'm saying. I don't this know. Internal fear of you. You know, you and your powerful voice is it gonna be stepped on <laughs> by Godzilla.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But see, I also have had like. You know the dream where people say they're they're falling, whether that be like they're falling off a cliff or they're just falling out of the sky. I've had that dream a lot too, but it doesn't scare me. Like, I enjoy it.
0: Yeah, the when I was researching falling was obviously one of the top ones. And a lot of people think it's because you're something is going wrong in life, so it's interesting to hear you say that you had it uh, opposite effect. Right. Almost. So Hey, have you ever had sleep paralysis hit before? What's that? Uh, Basically, where you wake up in bed, your body's still asleep, but your mind's fully awake and you can't move. And then to pair with that, have you ever had it where you have felt a presence in the room or like a demon on your chest when you wake up?
1: So I've never, I don't know what this is. I've only had one thing where I've woken up and like, been like, what the hell? I woke up standing on my bed. What? Yeah.
0: You was standing on your back. I like w- it,
1: so uh. I woke up and like, I w- what woke me up was I was getting ready to stand up. So like I was halfway up. And then when I stood up, my head hit the fucking ceiling fan.
0: What the fuck? Yeah. Also, like you maybe you were getting ready to like sleepwalk. Maybe.
1: I've never done that
0: in my life. That's interesting. Just one time. Yeah. Huh. Or someone was raising you out of bed. Man, shut the fuck up. You got that ghost shit going on, man. Oh, nah, man. No, mm-hmm. one touched, no one touched me. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Uh, so there is um the idea of a sleep paralysis where you just wake up and you can't move and it freaks you out for a second and then you just kind of pop off it sometimes if you can force yourself out of it. A lot of times people have woken up and they feel a presence in the room, though, or something sitting on their chest. What? It's called a demon sleep paralysis. And I looked this up today and I found an article... It's from globalnews.ca. It's called Sleep Paralysis Demon Science. And I thought this was really interesting because I could relate to it about a different dream I had. Okay. But I'll do that here in a second. So basically, what they're saying this sleep demon is, after doing some studies, is when a person is sleeping, they're in the deepest part of the sleep. It's called the REM, the REM sleep, right? Where you're dreaming and your brain snaps suddenly out of sleep. You are still, your brain's actually still dreaming but you can still you see uh, the hallucination from the dream in real life. When you when you wake up from the sleep paralysis, people see demons because they could have been having the nightmare beforehand, and their their mind is actually projecting it outwards into the real world. And I had this happen to me once. Now that I <laughs> I found this article today, and it related so well to um, a dream when I I had when I was young. So my parents divorced. And I would spend every other weekend with my dad, and he lived in the swamps. And I had a death scare of aliens. Wait. Yeah. The swamps? Yeah, the swamps. Where? It's called Scottville, Michigan. They have swamps? If you go out in the country. Like Cajun swamps. I wouldn't go as far as to say it's marshland, but I would say it's swamps. Is that,
1: is that where the birth of Cajun JJ is <laughs>
0: Cajun heat came from my desire to create a persona for myself.
1: So you're telling me that a demon from a past life
0: is paralysing you. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We got caught off guard. Yeah. So I was relating this to all the dreams I had when I was a child. I had nightmares about aliens every night I slept over at his house. And there's one night where I swore to God I woke up and there was one standing right there.
1: So, like, what in the nightmare did the aliens always like, look the same? Yeah, always. They what? always had that so uh, Hollywood
0: you? look to them. So, big heads, green, big head, they're green. Tall, gray. Not green. They're green, gray. gray. But they're very skinny. Yep. And did they say words? No. Didn't have to. It's telepath- uh, telepathetic. Did they touch telepathetic? you? Telepathetic.
1: Did they touch you?
0: Uh, no, but I do believe that they inserted something into me.
1: Whoa! How? Where?
0: I don't know yet. The brain. You, really.
1: you don't know yet? The
0: brain. You plan yeah. on
1: finding out?
0: No, never. But I will say in that dream, I woke up and there was an alien right there and it was reaching down to me and I don't remember the rest of it. And now I can relate. Maybe that's what happened. I was, I was, I had a nightmare of aliens. I woke up too suddenly. My brain was still dreaming, and it projected that image of an alien into my fucking room. That's a crazy science idea behind that. And I just- So what it,
1: if Inception's real, right? And what if someone planted those dreams in your head to desensitize you because they knew, like, hey, the aliens picked this guy, this kid- the aliens need to do something to this kid, so he, we got to give him these nightmares to
0: soften the blow. I I feel that's even, to a certain extent, Hollywood, with all the alien movies, like we talked about last week, yeah. with desensitizing the public. Right, right. All those files that were just released from the Air Force. Yeah, man. That show the aliens. and the Aliens are real, bro. Aliens are a real aliens thing. Aliens are real. Just to believe that there's one type of alien too like how many billions and trillions right. of worlds out there that how many wars are happening right now that we don't know of all the history that's been written before billions of it billions of years and it's so interesting what if
1: guardians of the galaxy was like based on
0: true story? Oh, that would be great can i be a guardian of the galaxy please i would love to go out and the, just travel and just see all the shit and then talk to a raccoon if i
1: see a talking tree man i'm done man i'm out i'm out <laughs> can I get back to the, what you were saying earlier Like, so you had a demon sit on your face <laughs>
0: <laughs> no
1: never that's what you said bro No, I yeah you were like the demon in the past life and then you woke up and it was set on your face <laughs> pretty sure you said that
0: I don't remember what we were talking about before what was it again
1: it was like when we're talking about dreams. And we you we're were like... talking about
0: sleep paralysis. I was talking about in general. People have uh, seen presidents in or presidents <laughs> in rooms. Presidents, <laughs> presidents.
1: They've seen a presence. They've seen a presence in the room. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That'd be scarier if you saw a president. Could you imagine if you woke up from a dream and you just saw Barack Obama standing in your room, like as nice as he is? I don't want him just. To, I don't want him standing over me while I'm sleeping.
0: Ah, oh, it'd be nice. Yeah, no, I would not. It'd be fun. No, why
1: not? No. What if it was JFK?
0: Ooh, with with the no, wound. no, 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 no. With the stop, wound.
1: stop. Yeah, the real ghost. No, no. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely not. Nobody wants that. So you had a demon set on your face, but no, why?
0: I, I I had no demons in my face. Though. I was relating it to when an alien was standing over me. <laughs> why? Oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, there's yeah. There's no he, demon you involved. He said he
1: put something inside of you.
0: No, I'm just saying they probably they probably did abduct me at some point.
1: <laughs> Wait, so your story is conflicting already, sir. Earlier you said it put something inside of you, and then now it abducted you. What is it?
0: I'm done. This is out of control. You're you're out of control, and I'm done with this. When my mom was telling me, this is one thing that has rung true that my mom taught me when I was very young. And the idea was you need to be 100% okay with you before you can even help another person. And I didn't really understand this until I started to think about maybe my mental health and how I can impact others. Say I'm suffering from depression, which is a very real thing. And I'm running at 50% all the time. And someone asks for my help. And I I go, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give you some of this help. And it turns out it's, you can't give 100% of you because it's missing. Right. That 100% turns into 35% because you're just not up for it that day. And then all of a sudden that help maybe is detrimental to what that person asked for. Right. You need to be okay with who you are. and that, And that takes a lot of work, a lot of practice, and people are still going to fight for it. But I always related that, that conversation back to my mom and and just that information, like, be okay with you first. Right. You can't help anyone else out unless you're okay with you. So, that's that's what I believe in now.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, I went through a battle with depression. Mm-hmm. And now I look back on it and try to think, like, how did I get there? Because it's not something that I had my whole life. It just, it just, I think it built up over time and it got to a point where I couldn't handle it. And for looking back on it, I feel like the majority of my life, I've always been that person, whether it be to friends or family or significant other of just give me all your problems. And when you listen to just problems from every direction and you never you never talk about your problems. So now you're dealing with your problems and then the burden of everyone else. And I think it just it built
0: up. It just eats away at you. Yeah,
1: and I just it, it just I'd had enough and it just I cracked, man. And yeah, it was a it was a it wasn't a fun time. And that's where like the majority of my dreams when I was going through depression, like the dreams were insane. It was just a weird thing to go through. But yeah, I think everyone you think about, like, a psychiatrist. A psychiatrist has to have a psychiatrist because
0: they're listening to people's problems all fucking day. Or they have to be able to disconnect from it. Right. Which is, if you care, you can't, but you have to. Right. Because then you can't care for them. Yeah. It's a weird balance
1: Yeah. to and think I th- about. I think that's why, like... I think as humans we need to do a better job of surrounding ourselves with people who can give and take. And I think if you just surround yourself with people who are, are givers, that's not always a good thing because they're gonna give you the good and the bad and you you know, you have to deal with that. And if you can't give that back to them, you know, it's gonna it's gonna beat you down mentally. So oh,
0: yeah, I've seen givers, and I've known. I once I would say I'm I lean more towards that side, but I've tried to find more balance. I've seen it where people have given and given and given, and when you give that much, you you really do think that asking for something in return is not that big of a deal, right? But when you do that, and and then the taker is like offended by that, yeah. then everybody's hurting both sides. And that's where the communication is starting to become really key and everything. If you don't feel good about something, even if it's the, the smallest detail, you got to talk about it.
1: Yeah. And I feel like if you're trying to help and help and help, I think that's a good thing. But- If you're not mentally helping yourself first, what are you actually providing to anyone else? And yeah, I feel like now I'm at a place in my life where mentally I feel great. I had to change my outlook on life. I had to change how I communicate with people. I don't want to say I'm glad that I went through it, but in a way I am because it made me a better communicator. It made me just a more efficient person because I felt like before I would just take on and take on and take on. And now I look at it like, is this worth taking on? Like, is this task that I'm going to take on going to benefit my daily life? No. Then I don't need to do that. Like I can put that time and energy somewhere else. So it just made me look at life and prioritize like what's right in front, right in front of me right now. And mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's cliche to say, oh, you live one day at a time, but, and I wonder too, like if it affects men differently. Cause I know like when I was going through depression, I knew. I knew something wasn't right, and I just tried to fight it on my own for the longest because I think it was a pride thing. I didn't want to go to my doctor and tell him that I needed help. Right. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be viewed as mentally weak.
0: Uh, What I've been learning about myself, or even men in general, as we were trained as boys, you know, or even you know, in sports, that you're um, being emotional is very hard to do around other men. Even when we played games online, and one of our buddies said, "Hey, you know, I love you guys." right and we're like hey we love you too we don't we don't say it we feel it but it's not something that we want to express because it doesn't it's not manly enough it's not there's not men now i will say that i i probably become way more emotional as i gotten older i think you have too yeah but there's still that idea like even on in our high school you know like masculinity is just supreme
1: dude when i talk to my dad on the phone my dad's like old school country just gruff mechanic you know he's just He's just a, he's, his hands are made of stone, man. He's just a gruff dude. And every time I talk to him, when we hang up the phone, I always tell him, hey, I love you. And he says it back like one out of four times. And I'm like, you know what? Like, that's good enough. Cause I mean, it's just different. Like, especially men his age, like, they didn't tell each other that they loved each other. Where, like, yeah, like, I don't care. Like, I know that he loves me mm-hmm. and he, he knows that I love him. But yeah, it's just weird because like every every third or fourth time he'll say it.
0: <laughs> right. You're like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I know that.
1: And I'm like, all right, that's a fair trade. I, <laughs> I can deal with that.
0: <laughs> 25% of the time I know you're going to say it. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, if you're listening and you if you're not feeling right in the head, don't be afraid to go tell your doctor. I mean, it's it's not that... like. I didn't go to any psychiatrist or, I, you know, people think like you got to go to some like programs. It wasn't anything like that. I went to my normal doctor and he was just like, I told him how I was feeling. He's like, yeah, you might be depressed. He asked me like 50 questions and that kind of put me... Where I was on the scale and I was pretty fucking off on the scale. Right. And he was just like, okay, well, we're going to try you on some medication. You know, again, a lot of people don't want to put medication in their body. I get it, but I will say I took it for close to two years and it did. It mentally helped me be at peace with my thoughts. It helped me slow my brain down a little bit to process those thoughts. When I was in the depression, I would have a million thoughts a minute, man. Like it was just unbearable and it helped me process through that. And then after a couple of years, I tried to come off of it. I didn't feel right. So I went back on it immediately and I took it another six, eight months. When I transitioned off of it again, that's when I started using weed and I haven't used it since. It's been great. So yeah, you know, don't be afraid to go talk to your doctor it's just a conversation between you and him you know no one else is going to find out about it get yourself some help it's the best thing you can do for you
0: i think just communicating it is is really key just being like hey i do have something that maybe i want to that's that i want to figure this out
1: and do it for you and it's going through it now i can see it in coworkers i can see it in friends i can see it in family members like i can see it because i know what i went through and i know how i was behaving if I see it in someone around me, hey, you, you all right? You want to talk about anything? That's the thing is most of the time people that are going through it don't want to talk about
0: it. Not initially.
1: Yeah. It, it's hard. It's yep. hard because they don't really understand. You know, how do you talk about something that you don't understand?
0: Right. And there's a lot of us introverts that don't want to communicate it. Right. I, uh, for, for God damn years, man, I, no one ever knew I had financial issues. That right. was $40,000 in debt. No one knew. Until my car got repoed was my, when my mom started to try to... F- Almost started to figure out, but I don't think she ever knew to a certain extent of how deep in debt I was. So some of the biggest stuff in life, I think, is that affects us: depression, finances, all that stuff is just incredibly hard to talk about because it's so personal. And, and and you think that you you know you caused it on to yourself and all your actions. It was all your mistakes and everything like that. And it's not that's not true, but it's how we're taught and and how people react to us, and we're infected by our outside world. And that's why it's just so damn hard to talk about it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, a lot of your problems may not be your problem think about financially like i watched my parents fucking max out credit cards when i was a kid that's i just thought that was normal and it's no fault to them like you gotta do what you gotta do but those are the things that they should teach you in school <laughs> like hey um some of you at home might be seeing spending habits like this <laughs> like those aren't the best spending habits correct these in school where, you where
0: know, they can learn right before they can ever get a credit card Exactly. i got a credit card. Before the financial crisis in two thousand eight, yeah, and this is back when I was making maybe twelve or thirteen dollars an hour. I had three credit cards. My credit balances just kept going up and up. They kept approving them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they were doing them automatically. So my credit limit at one point on one of the cards was fifteen k. Right. When I was probably wasn't making more than thirty k a year. Right. Yeah, man. And this is all. So one they fucking
1: they'll bury you.
0: And then I remember the night when I woke up. And I was crying because I couldn't make the minimum payment on one of the cards, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And so I just forgot about them. I remember the bank automatically took a payment from my car because it was like three months behind, and it wiped up my entire check, so I couldn't even eat for like two weeks. So yeah, yeah, it's terribly like frustrating, and you know, eventually I found a way to come through it, but. It would have been so much easier, so much easier. if Maybe I would have just told my mom about it. Even when my car got repoed, she was like, "Hey, do you want me to pay this off? You can make payments towards me." I was like, "No, just let them repo it." But like, even if I told her six months before I stopped making payments on it, maybe, maybe she would have helped me out, which she would have. But you know, that's in the past. This is another lesson learned.
1: That's a lesson to everyone out there: save your money. Stop buying dumb shit. Listen, I'm I'm about to be 38 years old this year. I know I'm old as fuck.
0: Fucking old. I'm old as fuck, man. Man rivers.
1: If 38-year-old me could go back and tell 18-year-old me anything, save your money. I can't express that enough how important that is for you. You never know what life brings. Like, look at COVID. A lot of people are going to lose their jobs, you know? A lot of people don't a lot have of a savings. Already have, yeah, yeah, like, and it's hard. I get it. It's hard. You want to buy a new car? Do you really need it?
0: Right, right. Do you really need to buy that Starbucks? Right, right
1: now. Do you need fourteen pairs of shoes? The, the one
0: practice I did when I when I finally figured out finance was if when I was really gonna buy something like I'm I was gonna pull into Wendy's, I would drive past it and I would think of like, hey, I saved ten bucks. I would take that ten bucks and stick it in a jar. Right. And at the end of the month, I would actually look at what I would have spent. Yeah. And it was like in the hundreds. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Right. This is back in the day when I was like eating fast food three times a fucking day. Yeah. I just couldn't figure it out. Why don't I have money anymore? Maybe because your food budget is $2,000 a month. Yeah. When you're making $2,500, Joshua. It's stupid.
1: Like It is.
0: Your food budget is your number one highest thing. So if you're eating out all the time. Yeah. That's your problem.
1: And that's the thing. I'm not saying don't ever go out to eat.
0: It needs to be like. Yeah,
1: if you're going out five limited. times a
0: week, you need to go out one time a week. You need to look at, it, pull your receipts for a month and just realize you could have bought half that at the grocery store. And then you could have spent another couple hundred dollars in something else because you saved that much money. But yeah. it's just. Weed. Yeah, weed. <laughs> Yeah. You're running low on weed, boys and girls? Yeah, yeah. There's your answer. Look at your fast food budget. (laughs) Hey, we're going to have to take a break. (laughs) Okay. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Hey, all you fine folks. If you would like to give us a follow over at that Twitter thing, we are now there. You can find us at Babblestoner. Or. If you would just like to give us a shout through email, you know, give us a topic or something you'd like to discuss, maybe you just want to yell at us, we are at babblestoner at gmail.com. Hey, if you guys do like this show, please subscribe, share it with friends, and drop us a review on Apple. We would very much appreciate it. Back to the show.
1: stoner maybe the term stoner is a derogatory comment
0: oh god are you going pcm me with the, the term stoner now
1: maybe that's what i'm gonna drive the change in the in the uh, weed community to to get rid of the what should stoner. what
0: should you call it then though
1: mentally enhanced
0: <laughs> mentally enhanced yeah hmm what do you think about that hey what are you right now mentally enhanced it's too long it doesn't come out the mouth. Like, you want to say it with, like, two syllables? That's why, like, stoner works so well. Hey, what, you stoned right now? Or one syllable? What
1: about just enhanced? What, are you enhanced right now?
0: What, are you enhanced right now? <laughs> I mean, I like that. I do like that more. I do
1: like that. Yeah, that sounds a lot hey, better. Going, hey, you stoned?
0: How fucking enhanced are you right Dude, now? <laughs> I'm
1: so enhanced right now. <laughs> well,
0: let's uh, start making it a thing. Hashtag enhanced. Hashtag enhanced. We're changing... This fucking term, stoner. Whenever everybody says stoner, we all know what they're saying. Wait, they're being bro, jerks, right? I just realized. What? Our podcast is Stoner Babble. Oh, it's going to have to change to Enhanced Babble. <laughs> Holy fuck, we're going to have to make the changes. No, it's going to go nuts. We
1: can't change it, dude. We can't change it to... Listen, maybe we just change...
0: You just fucked up everything.
1: Man, we did fuck up everything. Fuck, man. Man. We just killed this podcast. We're only Before it was
0: even fucking born. We're only
1: four episodes deep. Enhanced Babble. No one's going to listen to Enhanced Babble. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Maybe, I don't know, man. Maybe we just do it in public. You know, like, let's say you're out at, you're out at a bar. You're hanging out on the patio there's it's a bunch of people around. You don't want to be like, hey, are you stoned? You're like, yo, bro, are you Enhanced?
0: Yeah, yeah, you know. It's like putting a suppressor on the gun.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, are hey, you enhanced, bro? <laughs> you just you're a bunch of fucking eighteen year old bros out there, man. I'm mean, I'm so enhanced. Hey, you, you're enhanced, bro. <laughs> How enhanced are you? Yeah, hundred P, hundred percent. Gg's, gg's, bros. Gg's, bros. Hundred. Yeah, we're all enhanced. Gg's, we're enhanced.
1: Oh, man. I don't know. How high would you have... <laughs> what if we phone a friend? I like it. Let's do it. Call
0: him. I don't want to call him. You call him. Call him, bro. I don't want to call him. He'll answer for you. No, he answers for you every single time. I've heard you do it. So anyway, we're doing a new segment. Fucking okay. answer. Hey. Hey, Terry. Terry. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording,
1: we're recording on the podcast, and I, I didn't know if you wanted your real name
0: used,
1: <laughs> so I just called, if you will if you don't want to use your real name, we're just going to call you Terry Spencer. Terry Terry Spencer. I don't want to
0: be called that name. <laughs>
1: Dukes, okay, we'll call you Dukes.
0: I just have to add the rest All of the Alright, Dukes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dopes We need one more we need one more question. Would you like would you like to give us a question that we could use? A question that you could use? Um uh, Yeah. Put me on a spot here. I know. I know. It's tough, man. Hmm. Um, man. You don't want to do anything like serious, do you? We'll yeah. Take whatever you we'll want. Take bro. whatever it is, bro. Like what's on your mind right now? Fuck. I don't know. God, you are I don't a fucking terrible know. friend. <laughs> you are the worst Why friend you ever. Yeah. I mean, I it's three thirty in the afternoon. What else can you be doing <laughs> on a Sunday? What was your favorite most dangerous activity you did as a kid growing up? Oh, okay. Some, okay. Some of the things that we used to do as kids were like like nowadays oh, it'd like outlawed and yeah. dangerous. What did you do on the mean streets of Cranston growing up?
0: <laughs> yeah, Cranston boy. Yeah, what'd you do, Cranston? Come on, Cranston. Oh,
1: dude, we used to get, get in firework fights all the time. <laughs> Fire like shoot like like battle rockets or roman candles at each other. Yeah, yeah, I I've participated in that. Wow. Yeah. Alright, well all right, Cranston. We appreciate uh, your input, and we'll uh, we'll see you tonight, pal. Come up with your own ideas. <laughs> Leave me alone. All right, you old fuck. <laughs> All right, bye.
0: I like that segment. So his question was, "What stupid thing did you do as a kid?" And I always say, even in your teenage years, because I have a really good stupid kid teenage year story. Yeah. What you got? Oh, the fucking dumbest shit we did. Was we would take video cameras and we had a set of girls and we have a set of boys. And I think we had, what, four couples at that time? And we'd get in cars and we'd chase each other up and down fucking dirt roads. And I remember I was with my buddy in the front seat and I was going 80 miles an hour down the dirt road. We hit a hill and at the bottom of the hill was the stop sign. I couldn't stop. And there was another car coming. Two seconds later, I would have struck that car. And then we just drove home and there was police sirens going off. Like someone called the cops on us. I don't know why we got into car changes back when we were teenagers, but we did it. And we we videotaped it. Wow. Yeah. It was so fucking reckless. I did so
1: much stupid shit as a kid. Like Mm -hmm. I don't even know which one to pick first. Yeah. I pooped in a teacher's filing cabinet.
0: (laughs) Of course you did. Of fucking course you did. Why did
1: you do that? We had this teacher, this was in high school. He taught, like, small gas engine repair in this class. And, like, there was a CNC lathe where you could learn to program that. And you could take the class for two years, right? So, and this guy was ex-military. So he was just a fucking tyrant, man. If you wanted to go to the bathroom, you had to take a tardy. And then if you got so many tardies, you got detention just to use the bathroom. So, like, he would never let us leave. The second year that we took the class, there was only three returning students so he basically just would push us out into the shop and we would just be out there not learning anything and he would just make us basically clean up I had two tardies and one more I was gonna get detention and I had to take a shit <laughs> oh no <laughs> and I'm like you know what man fuck this dude like he had an old filing cabinet that was like you had to climb this little ladder and there was like a ledge where he had storage and he just had an old filing cabinet up there I'm just gonna take a dump in that thing <laughs>
0: how old were you 17 oh my god old enough no not to do that yeah okay yeah
1: i mean outside of school did a lot of dumb shit man i mean i think everyone did the typical lighting fireworks on someone's porch like did you ever do that no one time we took it overboard we took like a big metal garbage can and we put gasoline in it but we put too much gasoline in it and then we threw all of these fireworks in the garbage can at the end of this kid's driveway that we knew. And then when we threw the match in there, there was so much gas. It was like, woof, and like the flame came up. So there was like this giant flame from this ball of gasoline and then the fireworks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking like world war going yeah, on. Yeah,
1: like it must have terrified that poor, poor family. <laughs> oh
0: my God. <laughs> I think you've done far worse
1: Oh yeah I I mean there's way worse shit That I will never say Uh, To (laughs) to anyone (laughs) On a microphone For sure (laughs) Mom's at home trying to sell me essential oils Yeah oh god (laughs) Nah I don't know man We might have some essential oils people in this community Man There's probably some weird stoner Essential oils people
0: I don't know, man. I'm going to start pulling punches now, huh? <laughs> oh!
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck essential oil people. <laughs> How about that? Wow. <laughs> no, listen, man. I'm not saying that essential oils are bad, right? Like, if you have essential oils that help you relax or fall asleep, good for you. Mm-hmm. Right. But there are those essential oil people that take it to the extreme and they're like, Oh, my fucking son, Johnny has this terrible congestion and cough and boogers in his fucking nose. I'm going to put 14 drops of orange in his juice this morning with some elderberries and some juniper mints and it's going to fix him right up. No. That is not going to fix him right up. Junior needs to go see a real doctor, not a fucking witch doctor.
0: Whoa, (laughs) an essential L witch doctor? Is that what you're talking about?
1: Like, people need to understand what they're fucking spraying in the air in their house. Like, one, those things are terrible for your pets. Like, Mm. there's video evidence out there of like dogs fucking banging their heads on the wall because they're going crazy from this shit. Like, know what you're spraying in the air. You don't know how healthy that is for kids to be breathing. Like, there's no studies behind that. If it works for you, it works for you. Like, use it for you. Don't try giving it to your kids as secret remedies. That's all I'm saying. Take your kids to the doctor, please. That's what the doctors are for. Also, (laughs) why is every girl that was cool in high school now selling essential oils on on the book of faces? All of them? A lot of them. Okay. A lot of them. Hey, haven't seen you in a long time. I'm selling these things, and I got this cool rock thing that lights up, that spits out these oils. Give me $50, and I'll sell you one. No, thank
0: you. No, thank you, he said. No, thank you. Don't ask again.
1: No, I don't want any essential oils sprayed in my house. Not harming my dog. Just so I can feel the <laughs> the aromas in the air and and the essence of the oil shut up, it's not a real thing. it's not a real thing. It's just a fancy air freshener that's bad for your dog. Get that shit out of here okay. Man, Holy buy some f- fresh flowers if you need. You need your house to smell better. Get Don't some go- fresh
0: flowers. <laughs> March spraying- out into the meadow. Uh, yeah. Get yourself some
1: fresh Open fucking, a fucking flowers. Oh, fucking window, okay. Stop spraying that stuff in your house. Is all I'm saying. It's all he's saying. And stop. Get. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Everyone needs a hustle, and I get that. But stop trapping people in the pyramid scheme of essential oils. You're no better than those fucking protein powder people that now there's garages full of people. They got fucking those, what was that stuff? Those shakes, those Herbalife. Uh, Herbalife. I know people that've got fucking two tons of
0: Herbalife in their basement. Or that Lulu Row? shit all that yeah that that, the clo- yeah like man twelve like, thousand dollars for the clothing like, inside the side of their house if you know one
1: girl that's making a living doing that guess what she's one out of four thousand it's not <laughs> and hard you to have find to these people. be so
0: good yeah. at sales and yeah. then you're oh you gotta be a salesperson yeah you're not a salesperson fucking you're, why are you right. even attempting it if
1: you were not a good salesperson stop doing this okay we're just trying to help you I'm trying to help you And save you frustration. Don't waste your money getting wrapped up in a pyramid scheme because last week it was Herbalife. This week it's essential oils. Just knock it off. And know what the fuck you're spraying in your house. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. That's all I'm saying.
0: That's all he's saying.
1: No, but for real though, I've had one of those essential oils smell real good. (laughs) I know they smell great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I I know people that don't like spray them in the air. They take the oil and they put it on their pillow. Like the lavender one. People say put it on your pillow. It makes you sleep. If you're using it for that, go, go for it. But like, I don't want to walk in someone's house breathing a bunch of oil. Like, knock that shit off.
0: It's like walking into a candle shop. There's just too uh, many smells, yeah, man. Yeah,
1: by Jan. Over, overloaded <laughs> senses? I just come here and smell all my smells. Yeah, this is uh, I, what I did on this uh, essential oil is if you take 14 drops of the orange and you mix it with the lemon and then you put the lavender and then this. Like, Do you even know if that's good to do? Are you a scientist? Do you know oh. if that's a good to do?
0: Are you a scientist?
1: No, you're not. You don't know if mixing those oils and then spreading them in the air. Now if there in. is
0: an essential oil scientist out there, <laughs> feel free to drop us oh, a line. Oh man, I can't
1: wait to meet him or her.
0: Please. Babblestoner at gmail.com, please send all questions and inquiries there.
1: Listen, I'm not gonna say this is a possibility. If there is an essential oil scientist, I don't even know what that's called. If just if, that. if you guys would like to get in touch with us in the Twitter DMs, please do. Ooh. I will try, we will try our best to arrange transportation for you to come here and, and and school me on the science of essential oils. Holy
0: fuck. Yes. I would love to see that. I would be willing to take on that task. Essential oil scientists, the call has been made. Will an answer come? Answer the call. Yeah, it's not like they have anything better to do. Essential <laughs> You're trying to get every group to hate us.
1: I'm not saying that I hate essential oil people. I just feel people need to do their research before they just bury their face in essential oils. Again, especially if you have pets. That's my biggest thing. If you live alone or you have a husband and you have no animals in the house, fucking spray away. Get 15 of those motherfucking things around your house and just light it up. Just put it in the air. But if you have a dog or a cat or a bird or a lizard, knock it off. It's not made to be breathing essential oils.
0: Do it for the furry loved ones. Yeah.
1: Have your pet spayed or neutered.
0: Please and thank you. Yes. Bob Barker. (laughs) Bob Barker? Is he still alive? Ooh. I want to say he's not. No, he. nope, d- oh, that's not the Bob Barker I'm talking about.
1: There's more than one Bob Barker. There is apparently. That's how old is he? He's
0: 96 right now. He's
1: 96.
0: He's still kicking. Bob Barker. Holy
1: shit, bro. Man, Bob man, Barker. What do you think he's doing right now?
0: I mean- Dude, at that point, you're just. I think you're just hanging around, man. You're just. You're just living. Yeah. You think he probably doesn't even wear underwear anymore? I wouldn't. You don't give a fuck about what people think at that point. You, you're you basically just, you know, you're working with yourself. It's probably...
1: I don't know, man. You think he's got... He's, like, just giving up to the point where, like, his landscaping crew's out there, and he just fucking walks out there with his hammer out.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's giving up or just winning at life. I mean... <laughs> I mean, if Let's you're 96, see, and you're walking out, and you're like... I, What's listen, up, boys?
1: I don't want to see no 96-year-old cock, bro. Don't be looking, then, you know? Don't be looking. But what if he just comes out, bro? He's got like a, like a baby's arm, bro. Like, what if Bob Barker's like packing, bro? Like, it's just there. Like, you can't miss it. Then him.
0: it needs to be known.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> it doesn't.
0: Hey, if you got one rocking it, just do it. You know, and you're 96. Nah. You don't give a fuck about the rest of the world. And you know what? You really, you don't have to. At 96, you've, you've you've, lived. Dude, his
1: nutsack probably looks like a
0: backpack. I mean, it probably hangs low. It does it wobble too low. so. Yeah, it probably does. Throw it over your shoulder. Stick a feather in your fucking hat. Let's go.
1: Bro, we just talked about Bob Barker's nutsack.
0: That was, but you talked about it. I tried to grace. Uh. You just
1: made a song about it. <laughs>
0: I did. Never mind.
1: Yeah. Never mind. You're right. Exactly, bro. You're right.
0: So, hey, Burke. What's up? I know the other day we were talking about lucid dreaming. And do you recall what that was? What lucid dreaming is?
1: Refresh my memory.
0: It's being able to control your dreams. A lot of people will try to put markers in their dreams to make them realize that they're dreaming. Like if you see a bouncing red ball, your mind... Well be i I'm dreaming now you can control the dream. Now you can fly or or do whatever you want. Have you have you had any experience with that? Nah, bro. <laughs> really? Nah. I guess then with that would you want to control your dreams?
1: But if I could control them, they really wouldn't be dreams. It'd be reality.
0: Is this reality a dream then? Could it be? I don't know. You're telling me that dreaming reality
1: like, I'm, you know you're awake right now, right? We're doing this podcast, right? Sure. We're controlling what's going on right now. Okay. If I can control everything that I do in my sleep, that is also a reality for me. So then at that point, how do you not blur the line between what's real?
0: I, I mean, I guess they're both real, technically, right? <laughs> what? What you perceive as reality is your reality, correct? So, if you're perceiving your dreaming as reality, yeah, that's reality for you.
1: But your brain is having the dream. So, your brain is controlling the dream.
0: Yeah, but if you're controlling the dream, then you're saying it's reality, right?
1: So, your dreams are, can be your reality.
0: Sure. What? (laughs) You're asking me a question, and I'm I'm saying yes. You're saying what? Yes? (laughs) Yes. I'm just saying that, yeah, both can be realities. So you're telling me you can control your fucking dreams? There's a process of being able to do it. Oh, please do tell. <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay, it's hard to do, though. <laughs> no, so it's, it doesn't work every time, but <laughs> shut up. How you how are you are supposed to do it? How are you supposed to do it? Okay, so, uh, so you lay down in bed uh, and you lay straight. You lay on your back, arms to your side, and you don't move. And you're supposed to not move for roughly 20 minutes. Now, what happens is your body will send out signals that makes you really want to itch and scratch to, to see if you are truly asleep or not. Yes. After 20 minutes, because you're not reacting to those signals, your body actually falls asleep. It's the weirdest feeling in the world. I've done it a couple of times. I would say it it almost feels like what death could be, because it feels like you're falling and you're and you're like you're laying back and you feel like you're just drifting down and down and, and then and all of a sudden it just like it's blank. And you can't move your arms, everything is and and now you're paralyzed. And now after that, you there's a better chance of you controlling your dreams because your body's already sleeping.
1: Uh, uh what the fuck are uh-huh. you doing
0: over there uh
1: huh yeah
0: so I've so I've done that a couple times that has worked but it's so hard to do that because I swear to god you want to itch for 20 straight minutes and you're not supposed to you can't
1: <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh
0: so my question is would you would you try that
1: no why not no I ain't doing none of that why not no no well, why though because don't need to be done it just don't need to be.
0: You don't want to experience that?
1: No. For what? What good would it happen?
0: To be able <laughs> to be able to control a dream?
1: Bro, I'm too
0: you could, fucking. You could do listen, whatever you listen, want. You I'm, can fly.
1: Bro, bro! I'm out. I'm out. I'm, I'm too, too high for this shit. No.